which are manuals of life if you would please ma'am please sir turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 2 Acts chapter 2 Acts chapter 2 if you're able to stand please stand we'll commence reading of chapter verse number 1 there's no need to worry what tonight is gonna bring it'll be all over in the morning while you're looking for scripture there's no need to worry what the night is gonna bring it'll be all over in the morning in the morning morning slow it down josh it'll be all over in the morning Acts chapter 2 verse number 1 and 2 if you're there say amen if you're still looking shout out Bible study we got room for you and it reads when the day of Pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting you may be seated the word of god is blessed it'll be all over in the morning in the morning morning it'll be all over in the morning do me a favor just look at your neighbor real quick and tell them in the morning morning it'll be all over in the morning Acts chapter 2, if you would help me for a moment, for a quick second, preach on the subject, the topic, something is about to happen. Something is about to happen. I solicit your prayers and even your prophetic amens as I suffer through this pericope. Something is about to happen. Do me one more favor. I know you're not just sitting next to them because of social distancing. You chose to sit next to the one you're sitting next to. Look at them real quick and say, neighbor, some of y'all still looking at me. Uh, something is about to happen. Something is about to happen. <clears throat> mm. The New Testament church is the reference 
In this chapter, the author who has been discussed and there's been much dialogue, it was Luke who wrote this book. Luke gives us a glimpse of how today's church should pattern itself. As we know, many come to church because they feel like it's the right thing to do. Despite of every sign throughout the months, the day and the year that God has shown them, omitting that there must be something he is saying, yet we will come to church and never engage in what's happening during service. The deacons then read scripture that make you think about your life experience. They then prayed the prayer that would encourage you to hold on in tough times. The choir have sung songs that has ministered to your heart better than any R&B or any oldie but goodie song that could. The preacher has all but called your name in the sermon that's given you instructions to live better. And yet, you will not engage in the service. Luke suggests something is about to happen. When you come to church, the word biblically is the assembly, where there is a group of people who come not just with some problems, but with similar problems, but with a desire and expectation, the place where your spiritual immune system can be changed, where you can find yourself instead of making excuses, you can make effort instead of uh, um, 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 crying, you can celebrate instead of making complaints, you can give God glory instead of lying, you can begin to learn how to love instead of whining, you become a winner the church the place where if you can just make it to the church after all you have been through this week this morning last week the beginning of the month i'm preaching and some of y'all ain't saying a word the church if i can just make it to the church i know that there's at least a few people that had some problems that were dealing with some finance issues some depression moments some times of foreclosure some times of losing their jobs if i can just make it to the church with what's left in sound preaching and some of y'all still ain't sounding off even though arthritis has been bothering me all week cancer has been on my radar the doctor told me to come back not the second time but the third time if I can just make it to the church my child has been in and out of jail my husband is still on drugs my wife is running the streets if I can just make it to the church I know something can happen is about to happen I wish I had somebody that can testify with me and say Reverend I got up with a desire that if I could just make it to the church the place God has designed for his people to come together on one accord I know something is about to happen something is about to happen uh, at the church at the church in this text uh, uh, in this text uh, Luke 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 
shows us that when we are in attendance at the church, something should happen. He suggests right there in verse number one that there should be a festival of praise. The text says, when the day of Pentecost fully came, the day of Pentecost was when they celebrated the 50th day from Easter when the descent of the Holy Spirit was upon the apostles and the followers all because Jesus had ascended back to heaven. Now watch this. I saw two things to why Luke said there should be a festival of praise. Because here it is. There should be a festival of praise at the church because of death and the birth of new beginnings. Y'all don't know when to shout. Here it is. You're celebrating because while on the cross, that was the death of your sins. But you should be praising him as a festival as we all come together. Because when he died on the cross, that was the day that your life didn't just start, but a new beginning had come. I wish I had somebody that could say, Reverend, I'm grateful that he went on the cross. It was at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the Lord and all of my burdens, they began to roll why am I shouting because on the cross I gave up drugs on the cross I gave up alcohol on the cross I gave up gambling in fact on the cross I gave up depression and it couldn't consume my life because God did it all on the cross yeah, yeah. yeah that's the beginning there's death and the, be the birth of new beginnings. And some folks still don't recognize that there should be a festival of praise in the church. Let me help you real quick. Anybody been struggling this week? Y'all just missed that. That was your moment to kick off your stilettos and put a ruin in your stockings. In fact, that was a moment to take off your boots and let your, your, your granny socks, your grandpa socks with the thick lines in them be seen. Because here it is, some folk can't bear the cross. But because of the cross and at the church, you know that when Jesus went on the cross, must Jesus bear this cross alone? I thank God that it was his amazing grace. How sweet it sounds that saved the wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm bound. I was blind. But, but now I, I see the festival of praise that even, watch this, let me hope somebody today, that even after he didn't die, he still sent blessings my way. Hey. I mean, truth be told, some of us should be shouting now, but in the midst of the pandemic, you were still blessed. You were still giving things. You were still with food on the table, money, and yo, you didn't even lose your job. Somebody should be losing their mind up in here, up in here. In fact, the doctors gave up on you, but God said, now is not the time. That's a shout. Why are we shouting? Because God has been good, not just to me, but to every. Festival of praise. <sighs> I 
See, uh, uh, Brother Blaze, what people don't get is this. Uh, uh, this is what they don't get about church folk versus Christians. Let me, let me tell you. Church folk make a circus. Christians make you glad that you came to the circus. Help somebody, Reverend. I'm trying, but they ain't listening. Listen, church folk can be messy. They can be all messed up. But Christians can make you glad you came to the circus. Let me tell you why. Because when you were laughing at me, God had a plan. When you came in, I didn't look like what I've been through. In fact, I'm going through some stuff right now. And because I came in, I'm on the merry-go-round. But I do know that there's going to come a time when the season is up. That God said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due season. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, it's my season. <sighs> Festival. Some people get so caught up in the mess at the church. Instead of coming to the church and be a part of the circus, let me help you out again. They gonna talk about you anyways. So you ought to give them something good to talk about. Corona didn't shut you up. God shut you up. You ought to be glad that he shut you up just in the nick of time. Somebody say the festival of praise. He says, he says there should be a festival of praise. You, you, you know what's bothering me? What's bothering me is because here it is at the festival of praise, people would celebrate. Y'all missed it. They would celebrate. It was 50 days after he went to the heavens, but they were celebrating because watch this. God's word was true. I'm done for today. <laughs> Here it is. The reason why I shout because he told me he'll never leave me nor forsake me. In fact, he told me if I came unto him, all you that labor and heavy laden, he's going to give me rest. That's more than 50 days after he done died. In fact, I need some rest right now. But I'm so glad that he didn't let me stay in my bed of affliction. He let me wake up. And so this morning when I rose, I did not wish I had some people that could celebrate with me and say, Reverend, I'm so happy and I'm so praising him because listen after everything I've been through he just keeps on blessing me I'm trying to I'm trying to get moving through the text but 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 the spirit is telling me some of y'all waiting for him to tell you it's over but those that know the word said you got to shout before the victory Y'all just, this side, y'all didn't fell asleep on me. This side, holler back at your boy. You know what it means to shout before you get to that job. You know what it means to shout before you go to the grocery store. My money is funny. My change is strange, but God said I shall have it. All I got to do is ask. <laughs> let me, let me keep going. Let me, let me get to this text. Uh, the, the festival of praise. He, he says, 
Watch this. That there is purpose in the placement. There's purpose in the placement. Your Bible says, I'm so glad y'all bringing your Bibles and your notebooks. Here it is. There's purpose in the placement. He says, they were all with one accord in one place. Some Bible says they were all together on one accord in one place. You, you, here it is. He, he designed it for all of us to assemble together so that we can find purpose in our placement. You just missed the text. Don't, don't, don't lose me. You ain't tracking. Here it is. The text says they were all with one accord together. You don't have to wonder why you're still here. Help me, Jesus. You don't have to wonder why you're still here and why after all you've been through, he placed you here for a purpose. Now watch this. Don't get it mixed up for your purpose. Catch it. Catch it. Don't get it mixed up because of your purpose. Because here it is. Purpose versus being in place for purpose. Our purpose is to worship God. But being in the place for purpose is to come together in unity so he can place you so that he can dwell somewhere within us. Come talk to me. Bible, he said, he says, uh, 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 he inhabits the praises of the saints, which means that he will dwell amongst those that are saints. But the text says, before he even gets to that part, he says, but you are holy. He, he, he dwells amongst saints that have praise. Y'all just missed that. And the reason why, this fresh, the reason why things ain't happening in your life is because you ain't got no praise. Help me, Jesus. That's why I can celebrate. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of God. Why? Because if I don't have a praise, somebody ought to be able to loan me something from their prayer file, from their praise report, even from their faith file. If I'm weak, you are strong. Somebody ought to testify. When I came in, just looking at sister so-and-so and brother them that was older than me, they still press their way. I got a reason to praise because I ain't been through too much that I can't lift him up yeah he he listen 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 he he uh, he even says the purpose in the in the play in the placement of and, and here it is it is is to bring unity amongst the brethren psalm 133 and 1 how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity let me help and this just came to me thank thank you jesus thank you holy spirit for working with me with the knowledge i need to get here it is when he says how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity watch this the reason why the church don't grow is because enough of us don't come in with the right praise <sighs> And here it is, we're so caught up in looking at people for what they was instead of looking at where they came from. I, I 
wish I had some used to be's in the house that can just look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm so glad that you're here today. In fact, I'm so excited. I want you to do one thing with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt him. I would, you would look at your neighbor and tell him, neighbor, I'm so happy that you found your way. You pressed your way into the house of worship. Why? Because God has something for us. In fact, if we magnify his name and exalt his name together, I can tell somebody, oh, taste and see, that the Lord is good. Look at somebody and say, I'm glad you're here. I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you're here, Blake. I'm, I'm I'm glad you're here, Sister Corsi. I'm, I'm glad you're here, my barbershop brothers. I'm, I'm glad you're here. <sighs> listen, 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 listen. Let me get to this text, y'all. Let me, let me get to this text. Now, Luke, Luke tells us the first thing something is about to happen is this here it is the first thing he wants us to recognize as we get to to verse two he says expect the persistent approach expect the persistent approach text says and suddenly <laughs> suddenly there came a sound from heaven listen Luke uses this word suddenly he says because it's unexpected and, and, and the things that have happened in your life unexpectedly you can appreciate God's a persistent approach that he's continued the course of action despite of the opposition that you face y'all don't know when to shout listen I got happy when I read that because listen there's been some times in my life that some stuff came up that I never thought would come. And because God loved me so much, he decided to block it. Uh, Y'all, I guess I'm the only one that's been walking in sin at one point in life. And because he loved me so much, I can appreciate the fact that he was persistent in being my protector. He then becomes a paraclete, one that walks alongside with me. Jesus in back, God in front, grace and mercy on my side, the Holy Spirit over me, a divine protector. I'm so glad. Can I get somebody to testify with me? I'll make three if it's just two of you stand up. I can say, I'm glad that God blocked some stuff that came up unexpectedly. Yeah, there, there. He, he, he always, God, God is so awesome. He always, he always seemed to step in right when I'm in the midst of my troubles. Listen, listen, somebody came in today with a bow down head. Uh, here it is. It's when you get in unity with the savior we then can become mature in him so that we're not surprised at what god will do uh, talk to me paul first corinthians chapter 10 he says no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man god is faithful somebody say he's faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may endure 
it all. That's why I believe the, the old songwriter used to say, that's no secret what God can do, what he done for others. He'll do for you. If he bless mama and granny and Pookie and Ray Ray, guess what he going to do for you? In fact, he's so faithful and just that he'll reward you if you just diligently seek after him. He, he, he is the one that, 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 that comes in and, and he protects me. Watch this. The text says, suddenly there came a sound. From heaven. Uh, watch this. Uh, when I was coming up, y'all know I'm young and old at the same time. <clears throat> but when I was coming up, the hottest thing to do was to have a car with a nice sound system in it. You might get your blow pump. Push about three, four thousand watts. You got your subwoofers in the trunk. You got your six by nines in the back of your piles. That's pushing a thousand per speaker. You have a top notch power amp and everything. Cheap old Ragley cassette player. <laughs> and you would get in your car with a lot of pride. Because you knew when people saw you, it was going to be a unique sound that came out of your car. Here it was. It was something about loud music that my granny and them couldn't stand. It was the fact that when loud music came, it was going to rattle some stuff and shake some stuff. Watch this. Some folk don't recognize. You should celebrate your Shamar praise. Let me help you Bible quote a scripture told us in the Old Testament. Anytime something was about to happen from heaven, there was a shame our praise that came to the prophets. And when that sound came from heaven, you guaranteed something was about to happen. I don't know if anybody here remember your Shamar moment when you were down in sin, when you were in darkness, but God sent the sound from heaven and said, that's my child. Touch not my anointed to my prophet. No, I'm, I'm grateful for my shame our sound. I wish I had somebody that could say, I remember when he sent that shame our sound down. It delivered me from sin. It delivered me from my financial problems. In fact, I appreciate the sound that he gave. Oh, yeah, see, see, here, here it is. Here it is. Appreciating what God sends from heaven. Let me, let me give you a better one. I'm glad that uh, when the text says um, uh, there came a sound from heaven, and, and, and I, I tell you about the, the, the Shamar sound, right? Watch this. Um, here, here's another one. Y'all remember these? Um, when you was a kid and it would thunderstorm, they would tell you, you bet not be on the telephone. Don't shame your mama, tell the truth. I don't care how old you didn't got mama and them told us that. Don't be on the telephone because they felt like you were either going to be electrocuted and in some fashion they felt like you were going to miss out something. 
But do y'all remember those thunder sounds that sounded like everything was breaking loose in heaven? And sometimes Granny and them would say, now y'all got to sit down because God is saying something. He's moving some furniture around. He's shaking some stuff up in the kingdom. And I wonder, is there anybody here that's glad? When God came in your life, he shook some stuff up. In fact, he made such a noise that you had to look to the hills for which cometh all of your help. All of my help comes from the Lord. Look at somebody and say, he made a big sound in my life. <sighs> some of y'all. That's what I like about y'all here, y'all. Y'all take me back to my childhood days, y'all. Y'all remember they used to tell us, listen, don't make all that noise. God is trying. And let me help you real quick. When you know your life is changing, God will make noise in your life. But, but let me tell you, this, the second thing I saw in the text, the second thing I saw is, is that he says uh, something is going to happen. But he says, don't panic because of pressure. Don't panic because of pressure. Text says, as of rushing mighty wind. Don't panic because of the pressure of life. As, as a believer, we should appreciate the pressure. So then now it's through the pressure we can help teach others. Now let me help you. Okay. Watch this. Let me, let me, let me do a little, little English. Pressure. The base word is press. Hope me somebody. And because I'm not panicking because of pressure, I'm able to be a living witness on what pressing looks like. Y'all just missed your shout cue. That's why he tells us you must press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. But talk to me James. James says blessed is the man who remains steadfast under pressure for when he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life which is promised to those who love him. Some folk don't understand God had to put some pressure to blow some people out your way so you can keep moving. <laughs> Y'all just missed that. Look at somebody say, he's going to blow you out of my way if you're in my way. And we should be shouting because there were many things that he pushed and he pressed us through. He pushed some stuff out and we were able to press our way to a better position. In fact, somebody should be glad that when Jesus pressed, he didn't give up on you. Watch, watch, watch this, watch this. But not only, not only in that panicking of pressure not panicking because of pressure Luke Luke wants us to understand that when you not to panic when God breathes ah. watch this the identity of the 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 rushing wind was in the illustration of form of God breathing They don't get it, Ken. They don't get it. Here it is. Here it is. The word, uh, the, the word uh, breathe. The word comes from the same root word in the Greek, pino, which means I breathe. 
Y'all tracking with me? He says, don't panic because of pressure. Because I breathe. Don't panic because of pressure. Because I breathe. Talk to me, Jesus. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 it says he breathed the breath of life into the nostril of man and then now man became a living so I'm so glad that God breathed on me when he did because at that point I was dying oh what wretched man I was who could save me from this body of death I thank God for Jesus the Christ our Savior because when he breathed the breath of life on me I was a living soul I can walk around and testify not test a lie I'm so glad God you breathed the breath of life on me in my moment of destruction yeah. look at somebody say he breathed on me Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that the pandemic happened. Let me help you. Y'all want, can I help you? Because there's too many people breathing on folk. Let me go a little deeper and pull some dandruff and your breath ain't right. But watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. That was fresh. That wasn't even on the letter. I wasn't even on my, my tablet. Here, here it is. Some folk always looking for other folks to breathe breath of life into you. But if you really know God and the pardon of your sin, there's nothing that you're going through that God can't pull you out. In fact, while you came in with your head down like you had a bag of lemons in your hand, you've been sucking on lemon and pumes all day long. You should be glad that God did not stop breathing on you. In fact, he breathed on you way back in March in 2020 when the pandemic hit. In fact, he's breathing on you right now as they give the new president all kinds of drama and hell and stress. In fact, he breathed on you this morning. So now you can say, this morning... I got the joy of the Lord. This joy that I have. The world didn't give it. And the world can't take it away. Somebody shout out. Keep breathing on me. Don't tell your neighbor to breathe on you. But tell God to keep breathing on you. Yeah, he, yeah, he, 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 he breathed. He's breathing on me. Listen, listen, listen. Let me help you before I even get to my last point. Some folk need to realize all you got to do is breathe on some of your issue. Listen, when the people came together on one accord, that gave them the authority to stand in expectation of what God is getting ready to do. And I was always taught this. The reason why you can't get it is because you don't receive it or believe you can receive it before it comes. But the Bible says, y'all know what the Bible says. He says, Acts, and it shall be given. You've been wanting that job. All you got to do is breathe on it. You want the new car. It might not be a 2021. It might be a 2020. But it's still new in your eyes. All you got to do is you want the new house, your credit scores ain't above 600, but all you got to do is you want to be healed in your body. The doctor might have gave up on you. All you got to do is 
He said, you got to speak death and life into your own self. And David said, sometimes you got to learn to encourage yourself. I wish I had somebody say, Reverend, sometimes I had to put my own hand and just breathe on myself because some folk hate to see me go up. But how many know when you're down and out, when you let God breathe on you, the only way left is up. Let me... Just breathe on it. Depression. Just breathe on it. Cancer. Breathe on it. Bible declares when people came to God, they came in expectance. There was times when they didn't even come to him. They just made the request. They couldn't bring the people to him. And all they did is ask him, Lord, just speak a word. So my child, I wish I had some praying mamas in here. Your child may not be home, but all you need them to do is speak a word. Breathe on my child. Breathe on them. As I get ready to get out your way, I'm, I didn't held you long enough. Lastly, Luke shows us not only are you to expect a persistent approach, don't panic because of pressure. Appreciate your shame or sound. Appreciate the fact that he has breathed the breath of life on you. He says, for those that are struggling. I wrote this area of the text so that you can give praise for your portion. The text says, and the whole house where they were sitting. I skipped a part because the scripture said, and filled the whole house where they were sitting. He says, you should give praise for your portion because the portion that he has dispensed unto you was designed specifically for you. And that... David agreed in Psalm 73 and 26. He says, my flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Somebody can testify because David said in Psalm 107, he satisfies the thirsty and he feels the hungry and he does it with good things. And Luke was saying the reason why something is going to happen is because there's some people that has come to the house of worship.
empty on the inside, fronting on the outside. Ain't the Lord all right? Luke said that the reason why you should have praise for your portion. That every time I come seeking God to fill me up. How many know that God, he's a man that he should not lie? Ain't the Lord all right? Luke said the reason why you should praise him for your portion is because people don't understand why you had to press your way to the house of worship because he said there are some people just like the woman at the well I was seeking for things that could not satisfy and then I heard my Savior speaking draw from my well that they should never run dry ain't the Lord all right and and somebody is saying fill my cup Lord I need you to lift it up Lord and come and quench this thirst of my soul bread of heaven feed me till I walk no more fill my cup and make me whole the reason why I come with praise for my portion because every time y'all got to excuse me for what I'm about to do every time I come into the house of worship and I'm empty it seems like the more I call on his name he just keeps on filling me up can I get somebody to testify that there's no secret what God can do what he done for others how many know he'll do it for you every time I come to the house of worship and I'm empty on the inside God just keeps on filling me up I came in disturbed but God just keeps on filling me up every time problems in my home but God just keeps on filling me up if you ain't been baptized I'm gonna help you in a minute every time I come into the house and I'm empty he just keeps on filling me up trouble in my home every time I come into the house 
He just keeps on filling me up. Is there anybody here that needs a filling from the Lord? I got a question. Won't the Lord come and see about you? He said, there's something that's about to happen. He said, the reason why they came together because God had so much planned for them. You might be going through troubles in your life. I want to share with you something is about to happen. You got to come in with praise on your lips, thanksgiving in your heart, and how many know God will? Won't he make a way? Won't he make a way? Yes, he will. Yeah. 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 That's it right there. I come to testify that when I come to the Lord, he always seemed to see about my troubles. He always seemed to know all about my problems. But one thing I shout so happy for because one Friday he went on the cross they called Calvary. They hung him high and they stretched him wide. Y'all know what he did? He died. Yes, he did. From the sixth to the ninth hour. And when he was on the cross, he died so that I might have life. The Bible said he died before lunch. He was buried before dinner. This is where you should shout. Sunday morning, he got up with power in the palm of his hands. Power in heaven, power in earth. In the palm of his hands, something's about to happen. Why? Because I trust in the Lord. Oh, he will. Won't he do it? Anybody try it and know that God will. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, God will. God will. God will. Yeah, God will. Won't he take care of you? Anybody try him and know that he will. He will. Won't he do it? Granny said, he's just like fire. Shut up in my bones. When trouble comes, he's a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Tell him, neighbor, I shout the way I do. I praise him the way I do. I sing the way I sing. Look at your neighbor and tell a neighbor the reason why I know something is about to happen. I wasn't supposed to look this good after all I've been through. Is there anybody here that can testify that you know in your spirit something's about to change? All of my appointed times, I'm going to wait until my change comes. 
Look at your neighbor and tell him one more time. Weeping may endure for a night. Anybody got joy? Say yes! Say yes! Do me one more favor. Look at your neighbor one more time and tell your neighbor, be not dismayed. Whatever betimes. Now do it the Baptist way. Put your hand on your ear and say, God will! God will take care of you. in your life do me a favor and lift up your hands and say I want something to happen in my life do me one more favor put your hand on yourself and rock yourself and tell yourself say self this job that I have the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away leave y'all alone. The doors of the church is open. Something is about to happen. Something is about to happen. If you believe that, come on, let's celebrate him right now in this house. Certainly, we pray that in the midst of all this, that in the midst of your attending church you come looking for something from God knowing that even though you can find him in the personal secret closets of your own home 
It's something about when you find him at the church. At the church. When you step out on faith, I've discovered that the Bible declares that when one gives their life to the Lord, the angels rejoice. Now, when we give our lives to God at the church, not only are the angels rejoicing, but the saints should rejoice too. Let me deepen your thoughts. But also, the Bible declares, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. See, you can't find the redeemed in the closet. You can't find them in your kitchen or your living room. But somebody say, at the church. can find the redeemed because the redeemed are at the church they are one accord they come with a festival of praise they're not focused on where they're sitting they're just glad to be in the place I'm trying to help somebody today because you've been worrying You've been allowing your wounds to cause you to be weary. And the Lord said, just come to the church. Something's about to happen. Because if there's no place you ever can find me, which we know God is always everywhere. He says, you should be able to find me at the church. And when we learn to trust God, even at the church, things will change in your life. Some folk can't get ahead because you're too busy trying to catch up. Y'all will catch that. This for all you think you got to work every hour on the hour to catch up for what you lost. The Bible says that when you have faith in God and you trust him and you have faith in him, the Bible declares, and my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory or in heaven. Now watch this. The reason why you don't have it all is because he don't want you to have it all. And you would rather kill yourself than to act in obedience and wait until God gives it to you. But Luke says in Acts chapter 2 that when they came into the church, they was on one accord. See, it's something to come into a house of worship feeling alone. 
But it's another thing to come in knowing that there's some people that look like you, been through what you've been through, and have experienced some things that you've experienced, but yet they still have found their way to come to the church. And you can find joy in their praise. Because you can say to them, because you know them, you may heard of them, you may even look like you know them. If God brought you through, y'all don't know. If God saved your child, God delivered your wife, your husband. My little problem, I know God can handle everything. God is saying, I want to make it happen in your life. But you got to give me you. Because you can't handle it. And I want to make it happen in your life because once it happens, you'll look just like them. <laughs> you missed that. And so today we want to offer Christ to you. Just as imperfect as we are. If you step out on faith, you serve a perfect master, a perfect God. And all he requires of us to do is to walk in meekness, humbleness, and show love. And he'll do the rest. Your bills, he can show you how he loves you in your bills. Your stress and strain, he'll show you how he can love you through stress and strain. You're around people that don't mean you no good, he'll show you how he can be your protector. He'll show you how he laid down his life to show you how close his friendship is to you. All you got to do is step out on faith. Will there be one as we stand over the building, everyone all over the building, if you can, rest to your feet. Let us exalt his name together. <laughs>